Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, straight to the apex. Feels like a very long time since a straight to the apex podcast. I don't know why that is, other than it's a while since a straight to the apex podcast. I, I imagine it will either get mentioned or it'll just be completely ignored. Stay tuned to find out. Before we start, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Leave a review where you can leave a review. Let others know how much you love the podcast. And share the podcast around. Right, enough from me. Let's hear from these guys. So here we go. This is CookieCast. Straight to the apex. Good evening, good morning, welcome to Straight to the Apex podcast, episode 9, should be 10, but we'll discuss that in a little bit. Um, as always, my guests are co-hosts, not guests, they are co-hosts. My co-host, Mr. James Stainforth. Evening. Mr. He's obviously famous in the local rag this today, so we are lucky to have him on board. I mean, he's still not ready for this podcast. But he might become too big for this podcast. We don't, the fear might go to him. We don't know. He's, in, he's on the Daily Rag. He's on a podcast. I mean, where does this guy not get to? And then we've also got Tony Rawson, sponsored by... Who sponsored you this week? I'm sponsored by... Won't be any timekeeping. Oh, no. The bag you can have it your way. I like it. I like how the cup like flashed in and out then as if it was like a neon sign. That looked quite good on the camera too. I, I really do. I, like can already, I can already hear Andy panicking going, oh fuck, oh fuck. Yeah. And trying to blank it out on the video. McDonald's, you've shit out. Burger King have stepped up. They've fed the beast that is Tony Rawson. But if the CEO of McDonald's, KFC, or Taco Bell, Nando's, or anything else like that, or Dope Burger, let's go with Dope Burger because he's a local boy, is listening to this, we wouldn't be too against, you know, getting a little bit of freebie here just to promote you. You know, just just, just saying. Just saying. I'm just, in, I'm just interested in uh, up there in Beverly, you call it Taco Bell. I mean, that's, that's what I've got to take from that conversation. What do you call it? Ta- Taco Bell? Taco? Ta- is it Taco or Taco? <laughs> it's not got an R in, but hey, that's how you speak in Posh Beverly. Udon Brando, hey. just slum it. I we mean, just want the place. I mean, the rate that we're going at, we could go Tomahawk, Nando's, and um, what else is the... We'll just I, keep I naming like Dirtbagger. I like Dirtbagger. Have you had Five Guys. Never had dope burger. He's had five guys, though. Oh, all right. Yeah, five guys popped his cherry out his stag do. I know, perfect timing. And then um, he had a burger. <laughs> As always. <laughs> apart from, I don't know where to go now. I'm, I'm lost. What was I saying? Um, five guys has really thrown me off. As always, thank you to Andy. Uh, thank you to Cookie Cast for having us on. 
Um, so yeah, last week, before this weekend, was obviously meant to have the Imola GP, uh, got cancelled the week of because of uh, flooding, which I was absolutely, I'll be totally honest, absolutely unaware of it was raining that much in Italy. Yeah. It was only when I saw it, saying, oh, it might not be going ahead. I was like, oh, hey. Didn't. On social media, I saw a few things where um, the, like the pits were a bit flooded and there was a bit of the grounds that were flooded. And then I think I remember maybe watching news stories saying that the river is flooding. And usually if the river is flooding, they're fucked. Like they're absolutely fucked. Yeah. And then obviously what happened happens. Uh, it all yeah, I mean, the teams got there, didn't they? So and they got like evacuated from the circuit. Obviously people lost their lives and everything. So it was bad. It was the right call. Do we agree? I think it was the right well, call. Not, yeah, the, you know. I can't remember who said it, but somebody even said, you know what, it's, it's better than us draining the resource of the emergency services just, mm. just for the sake of the race. So, yeah. And that and that's it. That's the main thing. You're taking away vital people to help with the efforts for a Grand Prix weekend. So, well well played Formula One, I think. Right decision. Um, right. So, so Max upgrades for Imla. Didn't happen. There was instead yeah. it unleashed at Monaco. Oh, is is that is that a little kind of like a little dig at the, t- the the Taco Bell? Well done, well done, James. You are from Hull. Don't you forget, just because you live in Beverly, Taco. Prick. And. <laughs> <laughs> um, so obviously we've had a few few weeks off. So any news, guys? Honda are joining the dream team, guys. I mean, how mad is Christian Horner? How happy am I? <laughs> I am. Um, I don't understand it. If I'm brutally honest, well, I thought um, Red Bull got the phone, aren't they? The what? What Red Bull have gone with Ford? Or was it just uh Well, no. So basically, Honda said to Red Bull, thanks, you know, you've um you've been with us for all the painful years that our engine's been absolutely shite, diabolical, and unreliable. However, we've got the engine okay now, but we're quitting. See you later. We're leaving the sport, it's for money, we can't afford it. Well, we don't want to, blah 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 blah. So Red Bull said, okay, we'll nick some of your engineers. We'll make our own power units, but we're going to go with Ford. And then Honda have said, Mr. Stroll, yes, we'll come and partner with you. Incredible. What a partnership. What a partnership. Yeah, it'll be pretty cool. I, I have liked all the memes as well, trying to put like, you know, Lawrence Stroll in like Thanos and we've, we've left you there. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's let's be honest, it's good for the sport because now we've got Mercedes committed, we've got Ferrari, we've still got Honda, Red Bull are obviously going to have the backing of Ford, we've got Audi. Oh, you know, yeah. We've got, en- we've got a different pool yeah. of engines. Like, the one thing that frustrates me about Aston Martin and Williams is they are a Merck customer. There's too yeah. many customers, isn't there? Teams. Renault, obviously, are in it. Now, I'll pay. Yeah. But, so, Hunt, Aston Martin 
could take that jump because it's not like they're going to get, they're not a customer team anymore. They are a factory team. Yep. It's going to be good. I'm so excited. He's, he's going to be an even bigger fan now, isn't he? Like, literally, the Tesla is going and he's going to buy a Honda Civic. I, I, was, I was just about to say he's going to rock up in a Honda Civic now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You can the see the dog's turning, can't you? You can see him thinking already, hmm, Honda. Konnichiwa. <laughs> you know what I don't like, though? And I'm, I'm really annoying now. So, like, like we keep saying, last season, Tony didn't know. Well, let, let's face it, Tony, no offence, mate. Didn't really know shit. Are we talking F1 or in general? Like, <laughs> in fairness, in general, yeah. yeah. But no, you know, we made all the jokes, like, oh, it is F1 for dummies and all that kind of stuff. And then pre-season this year, he's like, Aston Martin, Aston Martin, this, Aston Martin, they're going to be the ones to watch. And we, we all sat there and laughed, going, yeah, fuck off, dickhead. And look at us now, we're all sitting there going, yeah. It's, it's, it's the research. It's the research into the team. The, you haven't the, the, done any research. Bullshit, You've gone full-blown rain, man, with F1. That, that's it. Aston Martin of and Lawrence Stroll is building a team and he's still building it. He's employed various people in the engineering side. He's built this factory, which opened this week, may I add. Um, Winton on the way. Honda deal. It's all coming together. Fernando got, in the car. Fernando in the car. Driving as good as he's ever drove, in my opinion. He is, but obviously we'll come to this in the race. They should have won. Yeah, they should have won. But we'll talk about that later. But they, talk about that later. Was, well, yeah. they, they, they're coming. They're coming. They've got everything right. People in the right places. And it's all kind of coming together. The thing, Mark, that, the thing that with me... We know he's right. Yeah. Look at it this is, way. What, do you know the what? next level. It's the next level that I'm worried about. Yes, oh yeah, it's great that we're getting thirds and we've got a second this weekend. But what's the next step is you that the further you climb, the harder it gets. And when the pressure's on, who's gonna what what's gonna happen? I'm just gonna throw a couple of teams out there to you. Okay. Okay. So forget history, we're talking the last 10 years or so. Forget. Because Aston Martin, no offence, have got kind of no history in the sport. So the first example I'm going to give you is a bit curveball-y. Williams. They had a great season with Massa. They had a great season when they was up there for a little bit and they was like, oh, Williams is back. Great. Absolutely gone. Now, mm. the second more relevant example is the former team that Aston Martin used to be. Boss India. They had the yeah. backing from India. They had all the money from Vijay Malia. They had um, Sergio Perez. And they was like, right, we're going to take it to that next level. And they just folded like a sack of shit. Yeah. It's like you just said, it's all right getting to third, fourth, 
having some good races, maybe challenging for second and first. Now and again, it's sustaining it over a five-year period. And that's where my doubts come with Aston Martin. Mm. Yeah. I can understand where you're coming from there. There's plenty of examples. There's a lot of question marks, but there's a lot of positives as well. And at the minute, they're on on the up. Long may it continue. Stroll can't keep finishing outside the points, can he? But but that's a, is that their Achilles heel? Lance Stroll? Don't know. I don't know. That's another that's another topic in itself. Yeah. Um so wonder. Yeah. Like it. Uh so what else have I got? Oh, Carlos Sainz has come out today and said he doesn't want to drive next year, knowing that his contract's up. He wants it sorted. Yeah, interesting. But you know what, Carlos? I, what it's it's he's had a dodgy. He keeps having dodgy races, but he's really, really, really not helped by his team and the decisions that the team are making. Again and again and again. So Carlos making that statement is is yeah, it's right. Yeah. Over to you, Ferrari. You you get your act together, make a decision. Or and if you don't, then I'm off. Because he is he, he's a good I think he's a good driver. That's about it. He is a good driver. I, I was I was just about to say though, I am getting a bit fed up of his whining now. Yeah, but maybe there's a reason behind it. Mm. Good point. No. Team, on team. Oh, I'm going. Mm. But where where could he go? Where 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 could he go? Because I I don't, I don't know unless unless he partnered Alonso because them two were. But is Lance Stroll really going to get binned by his dad? Um. If his dad's unfortunately, no, no offense to Lance, if his dad's got any sense, maybe. If Don't get me not- wrong, he has had some good races, and we, you know, we, we, we've got to touch on first race of the season, broke his wrists, got in the car, oh, and yeah. had a really good result on the back of it. But then he's, he's, he's gone back to his usual, you know, had, having a couple of shockers here and there. So, yeah, maybe, maybe if his dad's got any sense. You know, and then signs like you just said goes over there, partners up with him, and then maybe Lewis Hamilton goes to Ferrari just to kind of tie in with those rumours that's going around. Apparently, they are close on the deal, Mac and Hamilton. Oh, I, I know that. Yeah, but it's just that kind of. It's look, it's still out there. I into oh. paper yet? I can I give you my opinion? Yeah. I think, yes, there's all been this £40 million, whatever dollars deal going around with Hamilton and it's all whatever. I think the only place that Hamilton can go and the only way that Stroll sits back is if Lewis replaces him. Whoa, I thought it was it. Lewis to Aston Martin. Lewis. Alonso and Hamilton reunited. Oh, I don't know. That won't work. Uh, 
No. 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 We worked all together to be, before. If if Lewis was to go anywhere, it would be Ferrari, just because it's the pull of Ferrari, prestigious team. Yes. There we Ferrari, go. Prestigious. Ferrari is shit. If he's, he's going to replace anyone at Ferrari, it possibly should be Leclerc. Because the both, the, let's be honest, Leclerc and Sainz have the talent to succeed. But as we've said this before, would they get over the line and do it? So, but I Lewis. can't see him going anywhere, Lewis. He's been at Mayor Crowley's life. Lewis, Lewis goes to Ferrari. Goodbye, eighth title. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. going for the money. He's going for the Ferrari badge. That's it. He ain't going in. That's it. Um, and that would be well, the only reason he'd probably go. Really, is if he be, if he ever, you know, realizes I haven't got another world championship. Yeah. The longer it goes on, the longer that that's gone, and it. Mm. Like next oh, year, oh, yeah, is it? Just fade. Yeah, it just fade away. Yeah, fade away unless Lawrence. <laughs> I mean, whatever you're smoking, I'll take it, mate. We want some. Lawrence, one last roll of the dice in the absolute machine that is the AMR. (laughs) I can just see the the, the press conference now. It's like, oh, breaking news. Lawrence Stroll has just signed, you know, Lewis Hamilton on a record deal. You know, Lawrence, have you got anything to say? I am inevitable. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, oh, (laughs) <laughs> that name straight to the track and be fucking outside with a gimp mask on with like <laughs> with a flare in one hand and a flag in the other I, I mean <laughs> I'm picturing all sorts of him outside Lawrence's house don't really want to know what you're going to get up to um, speaking of Hamilton his former team McLaren um, special paintwork for Monaco triple crown paintwork it's alright like, yeah. But the big news is they've hired a senior engineer from Red Bull. Mm. Unfortunately, this senior engineer has had nothing to do with the new car because he's been working on other non-related F1 projects. I was going to say, yeah, his name's not Adrian Newey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the guys actually, they've actually said in the press, Oh, yeah. I think it was obviously Christian Horner, who we know is good at lying. Um, but he said, oh, yeah, the guy, yeah, we sad to see him go. He's been here 17 years. He worked on, obviously, Seb's car when he was world champion. Yeah, but it had nothing to do with the current car because he's been working on other projects. Hmm. Well done, McLaren. Is yeah, no, 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 hang on, come on. This is fucking Christian Horner. I know. I, know. I take it with a pinch of salt. I, I know. Yeah. I know. But it's like when a kid is football going, I didn't want it anyway. I don't do anything with it. I don't play with it anymore. But it is a very McLaren thing to do. That, that's all I, I mean. Last year, and that's where the fucking budget went. But did you see the pictures of the Red Bull lifted up on the crane this weekend and all the underfloor? Yeah. I mean, I like aeroplanes. I'm a bit of a geek. That car looks sexy underneath. It was just like an aeroplane wing. It was unbelievable. It, it was 
it was everyone that was just on the ground just looking up and trying to take pictures like oh look at this like, fucking hell and then when you look at the map when that lifted up it looked like a fucking barge at back end yeah. <laughs> yeah, like oh yeah yeah Bull comes up and it's like, here's the latest Barbie doll that's going out there, and everyone's going nuts. And then Mercedes comes out and goes, and there's Cindy. <laughs> what What did you, I mean, make updates? Obviously, we can't tell on this track, can we? It's, I don't, I don't think. Well, they made a lot of effort saying that, didn't they? Hmm. There was an Instagram post where it was a blow sat there telling us straight as you can. This is not the track where the upgrades are going to wear. So it'll be interesting next this next race how they're going to do. But the car just looks like fucking Frankenstein now, doesn't it? Like the fucking change. Oh, it's it. a mishmash of everything. Yeah, it's like one of them salvage yard challenge um, TV programs and challenge challenge. Yeah. Yeah. challenge where they go and yeah, they have to like take bits off a of V8 Rover and then they go get a wing off a of Peugeot and. Like just it's just a fucking mismatch of shite. I can see that it? now, you know. That's exact. That's probably what they did. What do you call it? What was his name? Was it Adrian Charles? <laughs> Banging the gong, and all the engineer, all the Mercedes engineers just ran out, ran out to the scrapyard in <gasps> in um in Brackley, and then, and then they came, and then they came back. Is that what his name? Who is it? You you took the surname of bloody Lister though. That's Craig Charles. Oh, it was Adrian Charles. Adrian Charles was the guy on ITV, the old, the miserable old git. I don't think it was him. Anyway. Anyway. That's what yeah. they did. And then they came back and just bolted everything together. But it looks it looks it looks weird now. Definitely it, better. Robert Llewellyn. Who? Robert Llewellyn. Really close. Close with Adrian Charles then. Yeah. Very um, Sorry, Adrian, by the way, if you're listening. It's Barcelona's going to be the test because that is the track, the test that, that's the that's a track track. Mm. I'm just not yeah. convinced. I'm just not convinced at all. It's been um, that much of a shit show. Mm, exactly. Any I, I, I really hope it does make a difference. So the, the amount of hype they've given it, you know, since, you know, especially since after Imola was cancelled, and there's been all the memes that Mercedes have been releasing, like a picture of Lewis Hamilton playing Uno, and then someone saying, oh, release the upgrades or pick up 25, so he picks up 25 and all <laughs> that. That, mm. if, if there's no difference or it's worse or anything else like that, the, the, it's, it's just going to be a joke, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It is. Um, <laughs> any other news? Not that I can think of. I don't think so. The main thing I was was the under the underneath the Red Bull. Mm. It's I, I feel like Adrian Newey should just walk around just basically in the in the nude and just walk around every pit and just go, look how good I am. Just just look. Look what I can do that. I bet his hair on his chest is all shaped like you know, proper airflow and everything. I just the guy's a genius. So you, um, you, want, you want to see well, him naked? No, I don't want to see him, but if, if you was that good, I think that's what you would do. Especially you, James. One's got a crush. He's hot property, isn't he, at the minute? Like, wherever he goes next is... Oh. Yeah, he, won't, he won't go anywhere next. 
he's he's gone back to Red Bull. He'll uh, Adrian, uh, Christian won't let him go anywhere. I think I watched an interview, maybe must be about a year ago now, and I there was interviewing him, and he said his his only interest is F one, but if he ever stepped out of F one, it it he was thinking about electrical cars and how to make them more um, lightweight instead of the big fat battery excuse mm-hmm. me, that they've got now. Um, but where whatever he does, fucking hell, it's gonna it's gonna be a fortune, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah, like I say, I mean, the I mean, the guys collaborated with Aston Martin, your guys, you know, on on the Valkyrie, and yeah, he's just a very very clever guy. Um, so right, Monaco, our favorite race of the year. I mean, there was a bit of drama in practice. I think um, at Lewis crashed in practice three. I think science maybe had a bit of a bum. Uh, I think there was something else that happened, but there was kind of high drama. But qualifying. Qualifying. What is it with Beck that not fueling the car and like coming out right trying to come out doing one lap? Um it's annoying me now. It keeps happening every race and every race to leaving it to like last minute. And it's pissing me off. I honestly think gap. I honestly think they still think they're in the mentality of the cars better than everyone else's, like it was a few years ago, and they could do that, and they haven't got out of that yet. Because, like you say, Lewis and George both nearly got knocked out Q1, they nearly got knocked out Q2. Like, and like you say, it's every race. Mm. But I mean, let's so obviously Q1 started. Um the the uh street circuit specialist, Mr. Perez, come out and got distracted by a car coming out of the pits and slammed it into the wall. He's had a very strange weekend, if you ask me. Very strange. Mm. Funny very that, poor. isn't it? Funny that, very isn't it? When he's just in title contention. Yeah, I, I was just about to say, I've actually watched more footage. And when you watch it back, just before Perez crashes, you can just see Christian Horner stood there with a little mirror, just trying to flash it into his visor. Oh, I, saw a big, I saw an aerial from a remote control and he just pressed forward. <laughs> 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 uh, it, it did look funny because it, it was carrying so much speed into that corner. <laughs> Christian, are you here? Well, all right, Christian. Um, it was so much speed into that corner, it almost looked fake. It, it almost did. As soon as I saw it, I thought, you know what? The speed he carried and it bounced back. I've never, ever seen that at that corner, ever. Do, do you reckon he's just got a thing with Monaco? Because what it was, it last year or the year before where. He, he took that corner just before the tunnel. Mm. It, was um, last, it was last year because that's why Max was in the tunnel. It, yeah. Um, yeah, it was because then Max was like, you know my reasons for the rest mm. of the season because you're a dick. That's he all. T- he timed it in Q3 last year. This year he got it a bit wrong. He got mixed up, bless him. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. It's, I mean, because he even... Well, they, they all see he accelerated on that corner. 
and that's why he spun off or something. But I, I, I don't know. Do you, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Monaco's a bit of a bogey for him. Yeah, I, I just don't. I don't know. I mean, it just looked a bit of a fake crash, if I'm honest. And I'm not saying that there's conspiracy. Got it. Well, Got it. Well, he hates Monaco as much as us. He thinks it's fucking boring. So he's like, you know what? I don't even want to fucking do it. I, then I'm all on your side, Sergio, because he's absolutely yeah. right, isn't he? Um, no. So Q1, Sergeant Magnuson, um, Hulkenberg, Jo and Perez were knocked out. Q2, Piastri, who just missed out on the top 10, De Vries, Stroll and Bottas. Um, leaving the top 10, as 10th was Norris, 9th, Sonoda, 8th, Russell, 7th, Gasly, 6th, Lewis, 5th, Sainz, Fourth, Ocon, and then the top three were Leclerc third, Alonso second, Max first. But the times, because the track just got quicker and quicker and quicker and quicker. Like at one point, I think in Q1, um, Joe was best. It was odd. There was a couple got some weird provisional poles. Like Ocon. Yeah. Did well, but the top three times so Max was a 111.365, Alonso was a 111.449, and Leclerc was 111.471. Alonso was obviously thought he had Pearl, and coming up to the last sector, he had Pearl. We don't normally say it on this podcast, but it's becoming more common. Max Verstappen, well played. What a last sector that was. Not many people. Absolute. He, he finished the second sector. Um, and he was miles on. Two, two thousandths. Yeah. In the second, and Alonso. Yeah. Something stupid like that. And then, so in that last sector, and that last sector is the shortest sector of the three. Yeah. He, he gained three. In the shortest section, sector, probably on the calendar, he hit the yeah. barrier six times. I mean, Ridiculous. Like, uh, that last that second to last corner. Oh. And I, I hate to say it, but some massive cojones. Oh, huge. Oh, sorry, Mark. Um, you, you might um, call them Cajonis in Granzo. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Um, yeah, no, Matt, he was yeah. fucking phenomenal in that last oh. set, so I'll say it. Like I say, he had no right at all. I think Alonso and Aston Martin all thought, well, we've got Pearl. And how, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's that fine line in it. If he'd have hit one of the barriers, it might have bent his wheel. Like 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 um Norris, I mean Q2, his wheel was facing the wrong way, and the mechanics had to quickly rush and fix the car and get him out for Q3, which they did well. But it's just that fine line, and he just managed to pull it off. And like I say, to go from that far down with the shortest sector to go. We've said it before, the boys class. The boy's absolute class. It's just his attitude and his dad that yeah. pisses yeah. off about him. Yeah. And I, I really like when he when he when he first came out in what 20, 2015 or whenever it was. 
I, I loved him straight away and I was like, you know what? He's going to be the one to watch. I called it from day one. He is going to be the one to watch. And then I started saying he needs to cool off a little bit though because, you know, like like you always say, Mike, he's got a crash in him. Mm. And then he just became a major dick. Well, yeah. he's, he's kind of making a lot of noises that he don't want to stick around in F1 for very long. He wants to try a different formula as well, which I respect him for again, because he wants to be the complete driver. He wants to be good at everything. Like, he just wants to get I, in a car and drive. I, I've said it a few times now. I, I think there is something between him and his dad. I, I, and, you know, I still want to see that, that documentary or whatever it is about him. When, you know, when you hear that story about when he was a kid and he, he lost a championship because of one turn in the final. So his dad didn't speak to him and then left him in a fucking petrol station and drove off. Hmm. Um, did I just see, is it your wife that's on the wine on Thursday night? Did I just see her pouring a glass of wine there? Uh, that would that would be gin. Oh, oh it's even worse. <laughs> oh, yeah, she don't, she don't work on a Thursday, so it's not a school night for her. Oh, that's all right then. Wife, anyway. We'll do that in part two. <laughs> Carry on, James. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. So you know, Joss being super dad and Joss, if you're listening, fucking it, yeah. Um, I, you know, th- those ones where you know Max was like starting from fifteenth and stuff like that, and got a win and all this kind of stuff, and Joss is just like, he's just got no support for his son. No. Maybe that's what's wrong with Max. Mm. It's, it's not Dick. It's just that his dad puts massive pressure on it. And maybe that's why he wants out of Formula One. Maybe that's his way of getting away from his dad. Do you think- just his own Formula One career through his son. Because think- he was... Hi, Joss. You a dick? Do you think it's also a bit of jealousy on Josh's part? Because he was never a world champion and never near. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know. I don't know. I'd I'd love to see the the back of Max Verstappen in F1. To be honest. Well, unfortunately, mate, the other nineteen drivers do generally see the back of Max Verstappen. Mm. Well, well, they don't because he's thirty seconds in front on a straight track at Monaco. Well, no, some fucking laps him. Yeah. Um. Anything else from Quali? No. No. Well, I think Tony needs to go catch up on his Burger King. Shout out to Burger King, sponsoring this episode, unofficially, of course. How do you beard there, mate? It's been bugging yeah. me for the last few minutes. What? <laughs> He's washed it away now. <laughs> so, we'll uh, take a quick break there. We'll talk the race in the next half. We'll talk what James just said. Sounded like I was in trouble. We'll also talk about predictions. Yeah, we need to talk about them. Oh, right. he looks nervous. I wonder why. No, we need, we need to talk about them. Serious talk about them. Right. See you on the other side. See you soon. Hey, you. Yeah, you that's listening right now. Thanks very much for tuning into this episode of Straight to the Apex the Formula One podcast from CookieCast. If you're enjoying this episode, why not like, share and subscribe? Whilst you're there, feel free to check out some of the other podcasts that CookieCast has to offer. If you like football, we've got a football podcast. 
NFL more your thing, then the Laces Out podcast is for you. Maybe even a little bit of the wrestling. Just look for the Getting Over podcast on CookieCast. Maybe you want to listen to Andy's Darkest Timeline. It's there too. So, the F1 boys have probably got themselves a drink. It's time to get back to the action. You, Hello. Welcome back. I was just checking the hoodie for spiders. But I'm back now. Hey, don't get cocky, because if she's still in the room, she will beat you to a pulp, and I hope she does. Just because we're recording, don't think you're safe, mate. We're we're on Beth's side. And if there's anybody else listening to this that um, suffers from domestic violence, please seek (laughs) help. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I'm reading. Yeah, I'm on to you, Beth. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. This is part two, episode nine, Straight to the Apex podcast. As always, we're joined by Tony, who's always in trouble with his wife, rightly so, because he's a dick, and (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Jim Stinford. You didn't. You didn't ask uh, what we'd all been doing in the past few few days and weeks. What what, what we all been doing? What we've been doing? I've been at work. You've been at work. Wow. You asked for this conversation, and and that that was it. What a riveting answer, James. What well, you, have you been doing? You two have had a lot more interesting days and week than me. Uh, I have had two weekends at the in laws. Um, yeah. Oh, 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 actually, you oh. just reminded me, Sunshine. Oh. Ever send me that porn again? Pardon? Uh, just, just for the benefit of everyone listening to this, I don't generally ha- go into the habit of sending pornographic images to Mark. However, although I, I wouldn't be against it, but th- this porn was obviously with me being at the in-laws. We all know there is a certain car there that Mark likes. Um, yes. And yes. we like went it. for a little ride in said shooting uh, <laughs> wagon car. Um, yeah, mm. it was it was very it was very pleasant. Yeah, Especially it after the yeah. car and it tightened Close itself. Well done, then. I am. Um, yeah, in that in that five bedroom house that the in laws have. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, in the pool as well, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, look, it was sunny. It'd be very rude not to go in the pool. A heated outdoor pool, yeah, yeah. Mm. That is heated and outdoor, yeah. For the benefit mm. of did, people did you... watching on YouTube, um, so I, I went to London last weekend. Oh. One of the Ow. images I took... There's hope for your brand's own kids. Look at that bad boy. A grey G-Wagon. Ooh. I like I like uh, the in- James's in-laws more. The yeah. yeah, it looks better in black. It does look the red in interior. Ooh. Oh, I also, I also Slap. met the goat himself. Oh. Oh, there he is. There he is. What the fuck's he doing there? You should be fucking shoveling mud from that fucking Himmler track. What the fuck's he doing there? Well, he just 
dusting around London town, wasn't he? That's right. <laughs> in, his, in his overall. In his overall. In his full kit wanker. Just walking around London. Mm. Yeah. It's got to be um, Madame Tussauds. It has to be. It's, it's the only museum that I'm probably banned from going into again. Well, I, I would never <laughs> well, go I'd ban. again. I would never go back again. It was fucking carnage. I hated every second of it. People... Tell you, mate, oh. Get drunk and then go in Madame Tussauds. It's well, much more fun. Yeah. Was well, Star yeah. Wars still there? You, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's quite a few Avengers. They've got like an Avengers... 4D experience now there as well. Um, but I'd never go back because I thought it was fucking like madness. No, I didn't like it. No. But, no, so I only went to London and Tenerife. Fuck oh, hell, you're about, are you? Bloody hell. Eh? What? You're getting what about? That? You know, now it is. How the other half live, just five days in Tenerife. <laughs> Get away. Are you going to America soon? Uh, yeah, that's booked for September. Fucking hell. Fucking just, hell. Just, just popping over the ponds to um, to three places in America. Yeah. What did you do? South side. We in this bitch. West, west side, pal. Get it right. West side. Uh, that's gang that's Mexico. Hey, come <laughs> And you're banned from Mexico because you've upset all the Mexicans as you've upset uh, you're million, uh, I think the Spanish. Yeah. So, the race. the race. No, no, no. But before but, we get on to that. Okay. Now, we, I, I did kind of touch on we need to discuss the wives. Okay. I, th- I, I think they are plotting what do you think they're collaborating? I think they are collaborating slash plotting um, potential sabotage to this podcast. Are you talking about predictions? No. Oh, okay. So Charlie got a message um, from one of the other two girls. I, I won't say the name because I don't want to start pointing fingers, but it wasn't Katie. Um, <laughs> I can guarantee it. <laughs> um, and but Beth didn't just send a message. It was one of those recorded ones on WhatsApp, and I heard the whole thing. It was like, you know, what? we should get the boys to do the podcast on a Wednesday night every weekend. Then we can just all sit here together and have a Cardassians party. I mean, I know what I'd rather do. Talk to Tony. Wow, wow, and there's, wow. there's yeah. not. There's not many situations that me and James would like to sit down and actually talk to Tony other than watching the Kardashians. No offence, Tony. That's right, Matt. Just, just carry on. Carry on. Abusing me. So yeah, no, Beth, we know you're listening right now and I know you're probably messaging Charlie and Kate as well going, oh my God, they're fucking talking about us. Shit, they know. We're on to but you. Yeah, yeah. We're on to you, Beth. I mean, if if that's what it takes for me not to sit through the episode of the Kardashians, <laughs> I'm all for it. Yeah. Actually, no, that's a really good point. We're on to you, Beth, and we are extremely grateful. Yep. <laughs> Carry on. Carry- Although Tony, deep down, is thinking, I really like the Kardashians. Yeah, not so much now that Kanye is not in it. That's Thank true. You. Yeah, that's they hate true. Kanye now, so fuck them. 
Okay. <laughs> so, the race. Alonso played his man games before the race in the press conference, saying about Red Bull's inconsistent start. And his man games failed miserably because Max just got away. Um, bit, bit of a mixed tyres at the start. Max, um, Ocon, Lewis, Sonoda, Norris were all on medium in the top 10. All the others in the top 10 were on hards. The rest of the field was a mixture of mediums and hards with only Jure on softs. Um, I mean, Monaco, Monaco, Monaco. We say every year, Baron turning in his prestigiousness, he, uh, it's a bit of a shit race, isn't it? And it followed that form and that code right up until about lap 40. So we'll probably whiz through the first 40 laps. A um, couple of crashes at the beginning. Hulk getting a penalty for hitting Sergeant, not just hitting him, absolutely clearing him out. Hulk sent it. <laughs> Hulk sent it when it wasn't it's even on. Illegally, though. He literally it wasn't went. even a post box <laughs> to put the letter in, but he sent that bad boy. And he literally posted the letter, and then Hulkenberg's post is like fucking through the door. Post like, it, he fucking threw it. Like literally, <laughs> he tied it to a rock and absolutely pegged it at Logan Sargent because that move was never on, was it? Never in a month of Sundays was that move on. Logan Sargent what? went all chavvy, didn't he? Mate! Do you, think Hulk, do you think Hulk got a bit excited from obviously the Miami introductions when there was like the Hulk? And then it was like, oh, I've got to be angry. I think he was basically your advice. I think he took your advice. He just thought, ah, oh, fuck this race. Boom. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> that didn't work out. <laughs> oh, and then, I can't die for the rest of this shit race. Damn. And then, and then maybe, Stroll maybe for a gap. Yeah, I don't. I really can't be asked to do all these laps around this shit thing. I'm just going <laughs> to see what happens. Maybe that's the new tactic now. None of them like Monaco, so they just think, do you know what? Fuck it, we'll play bumper cars. Let's see what happens. No, nobody had a big, big crash, though, didn't they? No. Nobody had a big crash, which was surprising. Um, yeah, it was really. I mean, yeah, at the start, it was... It was... I thought Alonso might get a good start, but obviously Max no. being mediums kind of got away. Um, yeah, it was all a bit conservative. A lot of lot of just get through. Mm. There's no unlike Hulk that was like, fuck it, I'm going to send this. I mean, Leclerc, Leclerc sorry, Leclerc, Leclerc had, uh, got a penalty from Q3 in qualifying for blocking Norris. He yep. said he had nowhere else to go in the tunnel. He parked his car in the middle of the tunnel. <laughs> so, um, I had nowhere else to go. Mm. Yeah, that kind of ruined it. Yeah. It's so important, quality. So important. Uh, it's more important than the race at Monaco. That's what they say. So he, yeah, he, he fucked that up. Um, but like you say, I mean, that promoted Lewis. It promoted Ocon. Um, yeah, it, yeah. yeah. Lots of, lots Anything of, you've got to add for the first forty laps? Uh, Science was told to speed up, and he immediately sped up and went nearly straight into the back of Ocon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally, <laughs> immediately. Oh, 
Not now. <laughs> I, I mean, like, in a bit. Um, well, K-Mag on the Williams. Stroll and Perez went, just went past Sargent because was, he's was a bit shit. Um, Ocon. And then there was a bit of Perez v Stroll, wasn't there? That's what I've written down as well. You know, Sainz yeah. got... Sainz got stuck behind Ocon, didn't he? They yeah, Ferrari, Ferrari completely fucked it, didn't they? Again. Well, that, Sainz... that, that, what I was about to say when 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 was it when Sainz started moaning because he'd, he'd been pitted? He's like, "Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this?" And it was like, "Oh well, because Hamilton's behind you." And he actually made the comment of, "I don't give a fuck about Hamilton." Don't give Hamilton. a fuck yeah. about Hamilton. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> You've just upset Spanish people now. Silly Carlos. Well, like you say, he hit Ocon in the tunnel around lap 10. Um, loads of debris on the track. And then Alonso was like, oh, I've got a puncher, I've got a puncher. My car don't feel right, my car don't feel right. And the team had to tell him that, look, you've just dropped five seconds to max, but there's nothing wrong with your car. You're okay. But Sands got then shown the black and white flag for damage, so he had to pit again. And like I say, he, he was just constantly moaning on the radio. Like, mm, yeah. I don't know why when he first went in and they stood there with the nose, there, there was literally stood there, two of them holding a new nose for him. He comes in and then he just put the nose away. He's like, nah, sorry. So yeah, fucking yeah. I mean, the bit fell off, didn't it? So really, it actually, I mean, it was hanging around and then when they actually give him the black and white flag, it had fallen off and it was pretty much safe. Yeah. Yeah. But Hulkenberg had got a 10-second penalty for his absolute chaotic move. But again, he didn't save it correctly. So he got uh, he got a five-second mm-hmm. penalty, sorry, for his chaotic oh, move yeah. with Sargent. Didn't save it correctly and ended up with a 10-second penalty. That's happened quite a lot this season with teams, hasn't it? Fuck's sake. Adrenaline pressure, you can see, you can see, but yeah, mm. um, yeah, but still, it's a lot compared to normal, though. Yeah, really, yeah, really. Like, say, like Ocon had a, a few, and it but, seems to be happening quite a lot. I've mm. got a question. Go on. How on earth did Verstappen stay on his mediums for that long? How? Well. I'll tell you, this is a question on a question because they were warm mediums, very warm. And then on lap 40, the rain came and he was 10 seconds clear of Alonso. And he pretty much maintained that gap. I mean, we'll go into this about Aston Martin in a second about maybe messing up Alonso's chance of the win. But Max had used medium tyres on a track that was half wet, half dry, and he carried on for quite a few laps, keeping that 10-second gap. Yeah, how did he do it? How did he do it? Because it's Monaco. What's one of the other... At one stage, the tyres were fucked. Like, it was... At one stage, the tyres were so... What do you call it? Knackered. Warm. It was, like, warm. No, warm, knackered. They They kept saying a certain word, but I can't remember what it was called. He's marbled. They were knackered. Why? Off the cliff. He kept, normally, he kept, he kept going. Mm. The, the issue with Monaco. There's, there's a couple of issues with Monaco. One of them is 
it's not wide enough for the cars anymore. So overtaking is not really a thing anymore. Nope. And because it's not really a fast track, the, the only way you really get any wins is from tactical decisions or something happens like it rains. So all Max had to do was watch his tyres. He, he, he wasn't having to race. He wasn't having to defend, really. All he had to do was just nurse his tyres. And also, I can't believe I'm going to fucking say this, in Max's defence, he was saying for a while, I want to change my tyres. I want to change my... And they mm-hmm. kept saying, no, no, they are He's like, I want to change my fucking tyres. And they're going, no, no, if you, if you come in, you're going to end up behind Alonso. But I'm yeah. sad. I'm like, yeah, but then Alonso's going to have to come in anyway. And the, the issue you've got is, you're on mediums, He's on hards. They're going to last longer. So you, you're not going to be able to hold out for Alonso to pit in no, no way, shape, or form. It's, and, I mean, I'm going to give him the kid credit again. This is twice on a podcast. The kid can drive in damp conditions. He did it in Brazil. He's done it other places. He's a, he's a good driver in mixed conditions. Also, I think that Red Bull is so kind to its tyres because it doesn't... The, the thing that ruins tyres is sliding. So when you're when the car isn't grippy, when the car hasn't got downforce, the tyres slide, they marble up, they get slippy, they're not sticky, and that's what fucks them. That's where Ferrari have a massive problem because their car slides all over. Yeah. Merck, for years, didn't have a car that slid because they had so much downforce. Red Bull have got so much downforce on that car. Max can point that car wherever he wants. The car responds, it turns, it goes into the corner. Like James said, on a track like Monaco, the tyres are just going to last and last and last and last because that car mm. does what he wants. So a bit of skill from Max, but a lot to do with the car and how it's designed and set up. Red Bull fat knew a few years ago they had to change that car because they had the tyres like Ferrari. Mm. And that's what custom titles were make. I just think it's bordering on cheating there. It's so good. Yeah. It is It is so good. It is so good. And like I said, to do it in, I mean, like James rightly said, they were going so slow on them corners that had the rain. Like so slow. It was probably helping him drag them tyres out further. Yeah. Because they were all in the tight, twisty corners where the rain was. And it, it didn't have to push it. it. They were like pedestrian. They were like doing 10 or 15 miles an hour. Yeah. Survival. That's what um, Horner said over the thing, didn't he? Yeah. Just survive. And again, yeah, credit yeah. to Red Bull. The new, I've, I've said it before, proven winners, proven champions. And when it, the going gets tough, they, they nailed it. They nailed mm. the right decision at the right times. So around that 40, the rain came, but it only came in a couple of corners at first. Um, mm. And then it seemed to kind of, that was when there was all slow. That's when they were like battling it, like say surviving. And then it seemed to spread a little bit further and then a little bit further. And there was all like, oh, it's only going to be like, I think McLaren called it grade one rain or something. So it was like, oh, it's just going to spit. And so Alonso and Aston Martin made a call. We need to pit now. We're pitting for mediums. What an absolute donut. 
you, you know, it, it, it's awkward because it's it's like you said. I mean, they couldn't tell what the rain was doing at one point. There was like, yeah, there's not going to be any rain, and then, like Mark said, you know, it happened in a couple of the corners. I think there was like two turns where there was a spot of rain and stuff like that, and it wasn't really doing anything. It wasn't getting any worse or anything else like that. So. That, and that, that's what we mean by tactical decisions as well at, at, at Monaco. You know, what, what I think what happened there was, was like, you know what, it's not going to get any worse. It's going to ease off. Everyone else is going on to winters. Let, let's let's cock them to it. Let's just go to the mediums because it's going away. They're all going to have to come in the pit and we've got a nice easy win. But literally, as soon as he came out of the pit, it just went from a little bit of light rain to fucking Niagara Falls. And full yeah. track. As well, won it like literally as soon as like if he'd have come out on inters and the rain had gone the other way, he'd have been the inters up and like you say, he'd have probably well, he'd probably been in the same predicament. However, the inters burning up then turned into like slicks. Like you say, it was a close call, and I'm not I'm not saying the fuck it up as regularly as Ferrari. But it was the wrong call, and I do think it cost them the win. Oh, fuck up, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it was because, like you say, as soon as you come out of the pit, it was like it's full track now, everything's wet, and they knew they'd made an error. But the wait again, they waited too long to pit him and get him back on inters. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was a shame, a massive shame. If they waited maybe two laps, only two more laps. The decision might have changed and it might have been all okay, but and then like you say with the rain, science spun out, chaos chaos just absolutely erupted because you had cars just sliding off, crawling around. Russell re-entering. I was just about to say Russell come out the pits and thought he'd play bumper cars with uh, Perez. I mean freaking hell. Perez with one of the biggest saves I've ever seen. I know. But can we just talk about Russell? Because I'm going to agree with Tony here, and I'm surprised he hasn't actually picked up on it yet. Yeah. Radio messages. Oh, I've got a five-second penalty team. Let's remember that. Get me by Lewis, and I won't go five seconds in front of him, honestly. Is Lewis going slow on purpose? I need to get by him. I need to build that gap. George, there's no one behind you. Yeah, but I need to get in front of... What is all that about? Uh, yeah, I, I found him massively annoying. I mean, I'm finding his radio calls annoying anyway because, mate, it's F1. It's not fucking word of the day dictionary kind of shit. You know, <laughs> you, use some simple words for us. You know, don't be fucking driving around reading the fucking thesaurus. But yeah, th- th- this week, it was just... Yeah, I've got this five-second penalty. Get me in front of Hamilton, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, mate, it's a five-second penalty and the closest driver behind you is eight seconds away. And you're pulling away both of you. Yeah, and unless that gap closes, sorry. And I, I was glad to just turned around and went, nah, shut the fuck up. If you want to get in front of Lewis, do it yourself. But it's, it's, he's like a petulant child, a, a little bit like... Busybody. Yeah, yeah, that's that's probably a better way of putting it. He's a busybody. He's the nosy <laughs> neighbor that you just fucking really irates you and annoys mm. you. But you've just got to grin and go, morning. 
it's... it means it means well, but just nah. I'm I'm surprised you're not more raging, Tony. Because yeah, I already yeah, I, I know what he is what he, he is already. Is. No, no, I know what he is. I know I already realised what he is. You know what this is now? You know what this is what he's doing now? This is a massive, like I told you so, and he's being all humble about it. He's like, lads, said all this about fucking Aston Martin. Yeah. Said all this about fucking Woody. I've been sitting here waiting and you two are just joining the party now. Don't like it. Because I'm praising Max and saying that Tony's right on the same podcast. Wow. Has Thanos actually clicked his fingers and this is all fake? This is Joss Verstappen needs to donate dust. 5 million <laughs> euros to... Um... I just... I don't like it. So, yeah, so obviously after all that carnage, Max decided I'm just still going to finish 30 seconds in front of everybody else, which at Monaco is half yeah. a lap in front of everybody else. Yeah. Um, so Max was first, Alonso second, Ocon. Ocon with a sneaky fed. Ocon. Did well. Kind of kept out of trouble. Kind of kept on the track. Didn't really see much of him. And then all of a sudden he was up to Fed. Yeah. Um, the right calls. Just, uh, yeah. Lewis fourth, closing in on Ocon. Then, as it's Monaco, just couldn't overtake. Mm-hmm. Russell, fifth. Leclerc, sixth. Gasly, seventh. Sainz, eighth. Norris, ninth. And Piastri, tenth. Mm. Yuki dropped like a stone, didn't he? Mm. At the end. Um, coming on the radio, Yuki, come on, you you've got to improve your braking here. And he and he came on the radio and he was like, "I have no braking, I can't brake." And it was like, "Whoa, okay." And then suddenly it was like, I think Norris passed him, and then he and then the radio was like, "Come on, Yuki," and he was and then he got even more pissed off, and then Piastri passed him. And then I think somebody else passed him. He went backwards. That mm. guy dropped faster than Philip Schofield's career. Oh. 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 Wow. Oh. 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 I mean, he's, he's left this morning, and that's that's all we're going to say about that. It's ironic. It's just ironic that he was in court about his brother, and then he's turned out to be exactly the same. Has he? Is he? Maybe. Mm, potentially. Time will tell. Time will tell. All I can say is, just to change the conversation, rest in peace, Tina Turner and Rolf Harris. Oh, I thought he was going to say Rolf Harris, and I was like, oh, yeah. fuck it. No, oh. Not, rest in, not rest in peace, Rolf Harris. We're not getting into that, but no, Tony. No. Tina Turner, yes. Yes. But not Rolf Harris. We don't, we're, not, we're not going down this political path again. We get we get ourselves into trouble, so we're not. Praising. Was Rolf was Rolf the guy that played the um the little boys? boys. Hey, I mean he played it to boys and girls and everybody, but he played that the card the cardboard did he? Then he used to do that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, I, 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 I I mean, amongst other things. Concerto in A minor. Sorry. Simply the best. That's all I can say. Oh dear. Um, right, before we get absolutely kicked off this um 
platform. Anything else from the race? Epstein hadn't turned up yet, so... Tony, we've just moved, we've moved on. What? <laughs> we've moved on. We've moved on. And we've oh, lost James. He's gone. James is gone. Anything else from the race? Come on. I mean, how packed was it? I've never seen Monaco that packed. There was literally people on every balcony of every building everywhere. There was grandstands I've never seen before. Like, built in any section, there was hmm. everything there. Yeah, it was, and uh, I think it was Brundle stood next to the track. Um, watching that is fast. Wow. Yeah. That is fucking close to the action there. Yeah. That opened my eyes. I was like, wow, fucking hell. Never does it justice over the on TV, but when you stood next to the track and you see them whizzing by, wow, holy shit. Mm. Oh, I was talking to Charlie's dad. Been to Monaco. Um, I think he went for his fortieth or something like that. Um, and he and he said it's it's amazing how close you are to the track. I think I think it's been a few times. I might be wrong, but and I know he said once where where he was sat was right next to the pit entrance, and he went, "You can literally see inside the cars. It's nuts." Really? Wow. Yeah. Nice. Um, keep it. Keep it. Keep it on the calendar, guys. Keep it there. It's I mean, special. It should be shit, but it's special. Brundle was kind of praising it, saying, like, look, people say that the cars are too big. However, I um I, he, he likes it. They all like it. So yeah. it's not going anywhere, let's be honest. It's Monaco, one of a kind. Yeah. yeah. Different type of race. So driver standings, Max 144 points, Perez 105. Alonso 93, Hamilton 69, and Russell 50. Wow. So, going into the Spanish Grand Prix next, 4th of June, 2 p.m. start time, 66 lap race, 14 corners, 2.89 mile track. They've actually changed the last corner so it hasn't got that stupid chicane anymore. Yes. So that's good. They've gone back to the old style. Like that. So going into this race, obviously we missed a round of predictions. Um, but I'm feeling that me and James had quite similar predictions, so we should get 10 bonus points as if it happened. Oh. I, I think that's only fair, but we'll my, have the end of the season, James. My opinion, my Isn't opinion, you know? yeah. James is a, the biggest shit house going. Wow. Because he said Alonso in a previous podcast would win Monaco. That's what he predicted. Among- I, I remember what my prediction was. And if it wasn't for Aston Martin fucking up, he would have been right. Right. But on the Friday night before the Saturday, obviously, because that's how the days work in a week, he picked Max first. So you went back on you went back on what you yeah. said. Hey, it's look, it's allowed to. Sir, I can make predictions, but when it comes to predictions where there's a forfeit at the end of it, I've also got to be sensible. Exactly. So going okay. into this, just to remind everyone, Tony had a lead of 17 points. It's just saying things now, just to just to just for entertainment. I don't like it. So Tony had a lead of 17 points. James 
13, I was on 12. And then the girls, Beth 8, Charlie 7, Katie 4. So Monaco. Um, Tony, let's go with you first. Monaco, you had Alonzo, Max, Leclerc. You got a big fat zero, so you stay on 17. Never mind. James. James. You had Max, Leclerc and Alonso. Mm. You got a lovely three points. Very oh. nearly. Very nearly. Obviously, Alonso, Leclerc. Like, no one had Ocon. You are up to 16 points. I'm yep. just gonna I'm just gonna say, do you remember a couple of weeks ago when Billy Bighead there was like boasting of how big his lead was? Yep. Is it one point now? It's one point. I just, I'm because I'm I've got I've got that gap to gamble, so I keep gambling. But it's nearly gone, mate. So you've you've really done well. All right, I'll just get another seven points. Sorry. So a point behind Tony is James, and a point behind James is myself, as I had Max Perez and Alonso. I've gone from 12 to 15. Um, quickly whizzing through the girls' predictions. Beth had Matt Perez Leclerc. She gets three points for Matt, goes on to 11. Charlie had Perez Alonso Hamilton. So she gets two points for Alonso. And Katie had Perez Alonso Hamilton. So she also gets a couple of points for Alonso. So she's now on six. So, just to run through the scores again, Tony is still winning, only on 17. Only on 17. So, he got no points, none at all. <laughs> How many did I get this week? Uh, big, fat, juicy zero. <laughs> James is next on 16, but he will get a 10-point bonus at the end. <laughs> um, Mark is on 15. He will also get a 10-point bonus at the end. Beth's on 11. She'll get a 17-point bonus at the end. <laughs> um, she gets a she's married nine. to me. <laughs> she's going to get a 10-point bonus at the end. And Katie is on six. She's, she's going to get about a 15-point bonus at the end. <laughs> so it's all fair. It's all fair going into round 10. So round 10, predictions. First goes first. I'm going for Max to win. Oh, what a surprise. Got to be sensible. Then I'm going for Alonso second. Just so you know, I've already written mine down. And then I'm going for Lewis third. Ooh. So let's go to James next. James, what's yours? So I've also gone for Max to win. Yep. I've also gone for Alonso second. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was thinking Hamilton. But then I thought, you know what? I'd rather see if these side pods do actually do anything. So I'm going to think he's probably going to be more fourth. So I'm going with Perez in third. Yeah, I like that. T did he? Yeah. Oh, it's Alonso. Oh, I love Alonso. I'm also going to go Max to win. Oh, after all well, the shit you've well, just said. Well, well, well. Right, well. 
it's a fairy tale, isn't it, for Alonso to win in Spain in his Aston Martin. But you've said Max to win. Yeah. Oh no, I'm not going to judge after my predictions about Monaco. Yeah. Okay. So second, second turn. I'm not sure. Getting stared at. Getting stared at by many people. Even the dogs. Right, stare. we're going to come back to you because we are running out of time, and as always, you dick about. So, okay. um, what are best predictions? I don't even know. Why are your predictions? What's your predictions? Have you sent them to me? Carlos Sainz, Hamilton, Russell. Are you ridiculous. You were putting Sainz in your top three. Carlos. With your wife in Right, yeah. Uh, Charlie is Albon, Perez and Alonso. Charlie's gone album because she just refuses to vote for Max. <laughs> and let's drink to that. She's got big guns. Yeah. So, Katie, I've got Katie's predictions. I don't think she's put them in the group. So, she's gone for Lewis to win, Alonso second, and Leclerc third. Because, again, she refuses to say Max's name. So, turn eight, quickly, and need your second and third. So, you've got Max to win. Well, Max to win. Uh, what I'm do you understand about quickly? I think I'm going to go hmm, Alonso second. Um, Hamilton third. So you've just copied off me then? Well, I was either copying off you or copying off James. It was, it was one of the two. Wow. You absolute twat. That's a, I, you can't, you can't. I really want to pick Alonso first. I really do it then. Shall I swap Max? I'm going Max and Alonso. No, 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 no. Don't you fucking, you nearly had me then. And I swear to God, no. Because Max has got the faster car and he's going to win. He's going to win right. everything. Well, so, right. and then I'm, a, I'm an Alonso supporter. Yeah. On, on, right. on that note, on that note, on that note, because he's literally just... Well, I'm just going to pick the same as Tony every week. Wait, three minutes of... Yeah. That, I mean, what a shit show that was. That was... You, you're unbelievable, Tony. You've you've ended Sorry. such a good podcast on such a low. You, you cheating bastard. Anyway, we'll bring that up next week. Um, thanks, guys, as always. <laughs> Been a really good one this week. Um, we'll see you next week. Rest in peace, Tina Turner. <laughs> see you soon. Bye-bye. So there we go. What do you think of that? Another one done. Great to have the boys back. Great to see everyone. Before you go, please do consider like, share, subscribe, comment, leave us a review. Let these guys know how much you love their podcast and how others should love their podcast. Share the podcast around. Check out the website, thecookiecast.com. There you can find social media links and an email button, and that way you can get in touch with us. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cookie Cast.